Welcome to the Bare Minimum Podcast. This is Steven Zokel, your host, here for another episode, another week. This time we got the Bears at the Jacksonville Jaguars down in Florida. Jacksonville, Florida, obviously. Uh, you know, just here for another recap of the game and, uh, you know, maybe a little preview for next week. Um, overall... It's another really, really good win for the for the Bears. I mean, they were able to score 41 points um, on offense. Defense did its job, although I, you know, I'm a little bit worried just in some things, which I'll get to later. But uh, to start off, yeah, I mean, first half, Bears on offense was it was all right. Uh, we were, you know, got 13 points, which is you know fine, I guess. Uh, in terms of Trubisky in the first half, had some ups, had some lows, you know, had a touchdown pass to Graham early on, but man, that bad interception into quadruple coverage was just, uh, that's what you don't want to see, obviously. That's shades of, you know, bad Mitch popping up, um... It's not the first time that we've seen it, and I'm I'm afraid that it probably won't be the last time that we see it. I mean, I hope we never have to see it again, but, you know, I don't know if, uh, how long this streak is going to be, you know, next week against the Packers is going to be a really big game <clears throat> for Mitch and just this team in general, because if they want to, you know act like they're going to be a playoff team which is a very real possibility now this is a good primer right is they control their own destiny if they beat the green bay packers next week they can get into the playoffs um of course they can still get in if they lose and the rams would have to beat the cardinals however there was just news that jared goff the quarterback of the rams apparently broke his thumb on his throwing hand so i'm not exactly sure what's going to be happening over there i'm not even sure who their backup quarterback is but really it's just the bears need to win their own game they need to be able to kind of you know beat up the green bay packers who is essentially kind of like their big brother right now in terms of just every time we face them you know we typically shit the bed so to speak um now if the packers win tonight against the titans i believe they lock up the first seed in the playoffs so i'm not exactly sure if they would even be you know playing aaron Rodgers next week or their starters for that fact which if they don't then i mean the bears really need to be able to uh win that game because if they can't, I mean, that would just be a disaster if they weren't able to win that game if the Packers weren't even starting their starters. But back to the Jaguars game. First half, bit shaky. I was kind of worried. It seemed like Mike Lynn was kind of moving the ball. And I, was, I said earlier that I was a little bit worried about the defense, primarily just because of the play calling. Mike Glennon is essentially like six foot 
six, six foot seven, like statue in, you know, in the backfield. And I don't think Pagano really ever dialed up a blitz. Maybe he dialed it up like once or twice. But these past few weeks, <clears throat> weeks, sorry for that voice crack right there. Boy, oh boy, that's embarrassing. But these past few weeks, I've just seen, we've been really content with just sending four pass rushers and kind of letting everybody fall back. Which can work if, you know, the front four can get home, but a lot of the times they haven't been able to get home. I'm Like, I don't think today, like, Khalil Mack wasn't really seen. You know, he was probably doubled and tripled, so, you know, that might be kind of usual. And Robert Quinn on the other side, once again, is kind of a no-show. And, of course, you have, you know, Hicks and Bilal Nichols was o are always, you know, up to, up to snuff for the inside. But in terms of pass rush, we need to get some more pressure. We need to make some more pressure, in my opinion. Because I don't think we're going to, if we're going to keep on sending four, like against Aaron Rodgers or whoever we face in the playoffs, if we make it to the playoffs, I don't think that's going to work. And even today, it's like we're playing the Jaguars, their best offensive player, James Robinson, I believe, James Robinson, their running back, uh, he was out today. And I think early on, they were, at, they were averaging about 5.4 yards per carry. And, I mean, early on, they were moving, you know, the second half is a complete different story. And it is the Jaguars, and it seemed like we kind of settled in to things. But it seems like every week, it's just, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't feel comfortable with the Bears' defense always sending four. Because I don't know if that's going to actually work during the playoffs. Granted, we've been able to win these past games, but every team that we faced has pretty much had a pretty bad offense and a pretty bad defense. So we've kind of gotten lucky there. Uh, but, you know, a win's a win. And, you know, I'll, we're going to take it, obviously. But... I would like to see the Bears' defense get a little bit more aggressive. It seems like we we are way too into the bend don't break method right now. Method that Lovey Smith really liked to use when he was you know coaching the Bears and everything. And in general, I just don't feel like Pagano is that great of a defensive coordinator. It seems like takeaways have just been down overall this year. I know that, you know, Roquan Smith was able to get two interceptions today. But I feel like, you know, I haven't we haven't really heard anything from Eddie Jackson, uh, you know, or Kyle Fuller. Not that they're playing bad, it's just we're not really generating any turnovers like the way they were kind of accustomed to. Um, and I'm not sure if that's a play-calling type of thing or if that's, you know, just a luck thing. But it's something to keep an eye on, because I feel like right now, the past four weeks, the Bears' offense has been able to generate 30-plus points in each of the last four games. Which, they said this on the broadcast, the last time the Bears were able to do that four games in a row was in 1965. Which is kind of embarrassing, but you know, it's, it's you know, better late than never, that's what I always say, right? So... We got that going. 
But yeah, and then I, I, just, I just don't know. The defense is... Right now it's working for us because we're not playing really good teams. And like I said, next week against the Green Bay is going to show us a lot of what the Bears are really made of. Now, second half Bears today. Whoa, boy. Wow. Third quarter, finally. They've really come alive. There was a stat that popped up, I think, all season long. They scored 23 points in the third quarter. And today they scored 21 points in the third quarter. So really stepped up big time. They had a lot of good, long, sustained drives. It seems like they are utilizing Trubisky's talents a lot more and just the skills of the offense a lot more in terms of moving Trubisky around, getting them out of the pocket, doing, you know, throws to your, you know, your talent like Darnell Mooney, Allen Robinson, and letting them use their athletic ability to make up the yards. And they're consistently giving the ball to Montgomery a lot more. It seems like Patterson, they're slowly taking him out of the offense, which is something that every Bears fan, I feel like, has been pounding the table for all year was to get Cordero Patterson out of the offense because every time that he was in, they really didn't do anything that imaginative with him. They just pretty much handed off the ball to him, which was just a humongous tell, you know, tell for the, uh, the defense. Every time that he was in, it seemed like he just got a simple handoff and he got maybe three yards, maybe zero yards. So it's hopefully that keeps up some weird play calling still like that weird it was in the first half that weird offensive play call where they did like a jet sweep with Cole Komet I I don't know what they were trying to they were on the one yard line like just hand off the ball to Montgomery and have him run you know ahead or do a pass or something I don't know why they try to think especially with a tight end how many times has a tight end been able to get around you know the defense on a jet sweep, right? It's kind of a weird play call. My opinion. You know, that's just my opinion. But, and then, uh, second half, you know, we were able to get ahead, really far ahead. The Jaguars only scored seven points in the second half. Roquan Smith played out of his mind, had eight tackles, just solo tackles today, and two interceptions. And, I mean, he was playing out of his mind today. He had a hell of a game. And he's playing at an all-pro level, in my opinion. All-pro level. I looked up the stats earlier today, too. I saw some people saying that Bobby Wagner, the linebacker for the Seattle Seahawks, and Fred Warner of the San Francisco 49ers have been having, you know, better seasons than Roquan Smith, and so they'll be all-pro, but... I, According to the stats, it's Roquan Smith is very comparable, if not better, in the majority of the categories that matter. He has more solo tackles, more combination tackles. He has like 17 tackles for a loss, which is way more than Bobby Wagner or Fred Warner. He's pretty comparable in terms of interceptions and forced fumbles with, with both of them. Same with pass deflections. And QB hurries and pressures. I mean, he's. This is exactly what the Bears, you know, were looking for in a first round linebacker. And I think 
he's finally kind of coming into his own, which is great to see. Which is one highlight of this season. You know, if we don't make the playoffs, at least we know that Roquan is kind of, you know, be, becoming that high-caliber defensive player that we hoped that he would be. Another player who had a great game, too, was Montgomery, David Montgomery. He got over 1,000 yards on the season officially, which is great. His first uh, first time having over 1,000 yards in the NFL. Had another touchdown game. And the the offense under under Bill Lazor's play calling has been, I mean, refreshing compared to what Nagy was doing. Which I guess you gotta, I, mean, I don't know, like tip your hat to Nagy, I guess he was able to make that call to you know, fire himself from play calling and give it to Bill Lazor. I mean, we'll see if it stacks up against the Green Bay Packers next week and beyond, but as of now, it seems to be a, a home run decision. Another player, and then two other players, Darnell Mooney, Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson had over 100 yards receiving. Darnell Mooney, Jimmy Graham, I mean, the whole entire offense today was pretty damn good. The offensive line, once again, has been able to create holes for the running backs you know keep keep back pass rushers from getting to Trubisky and everything it's kind of like what I've always thought thought it's like if we could just have this offense back in 2018 we might have been able to make a serious playoff push and so hopefully things continue to to grow and develop and special teams, Cairo Santos, he tied, he either tied or he eclipsed Robbie Gold's franchise record for most field goals made consecutively, which is really nice to see. And overall, I mean, overall this game was was great. Nitpicking, or not really nitpicking, is that Trubisky has to still continue to make better decisions with the ball and not make boneheaded plays where he's running left and then he's running right and then he's running backwards and then he decides to throw off his back foot into quadruple coverage you know uh, and that was on a first down like just throw it away there i i you know throw it away or our defense i mean the two touchdowns that the jaguars were able to get the wide receivers just made crazy catches on both of them nothing you can really do so I mean, I guess overall, they were able to pretty much do their job. I would just like to see more pressure on the quarterback. I think we just got lucky because it's, you know, Mike Glennon, and he's not that good of a quarterback. I know the whole entire time during the broadcast, the announcers were seeming to hype him up for whatever reason that he was a good quarterback, but he, he's, he's not. So I'd like to see more pressure out of him and more turnovers. Special teams, I mean, they've been pretty consistent week in, week out. There's really nothing to say. Cairo Santos is doing great. And then on offense, if we can if we can score 30 points on a better defense, like the Packers, I know like they're not the best defense, but you know, they're at least better. And I think just beating the Packers too is kind of a mental aspect to it as well. In terms of being able to beat a team that you know has had our number for such a long time would be a humongous boost to the overall team. 
So that's really all I have to say about the game. Going forward, I know there's been some reports out there today that Matt Nagy apparently is already due to be coming back next season, which I would imagine that would mean Ryan Pace would be here next season. Albeit, I think I'd said if we were to make the playoffs or at least get to 8-8, eight and eight, which kind of seems like we're going to, obviously, if we lose, we'll be 8-8. Eight and eight. And so that leaves the question of what do you do with Mitchell Trubisky? Do you sign him for a couple years, you know, or a few years? Do you just let him walk and try and draft a new guy? But, you know, we'll have a much, you know, lower draft position. So we're not going to have the cream of the crop of quarterback talent, albeit you never know. But other than that, you know, I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, right? So that's pretty much it. Kind of a short episode today. Oh, tons to talk about in terms of just, you know, another good win against a bad team. And uh, once we have a more finite decision of where we're going to be, then we can talk about what to do in the draft and for the future. So thanks for listening. My name is Steven Zokel. This is the Bare Minimum Podcast. The outro song is by 8-Bit Jazz. You can find him on YouTube. You can find me on Twitter at Bear Zokel. That's B-E-A-R-Z-O-K-L.